Hello, hunters, and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I am Matt Acevedo, joined by always by my co-host, Christian Humes. What's up, dude? How you doing? You drove through rain and thunder to get here. Yeah, but what do the postmen do? Sleet, snow, thunder, rain, what have you, earthquakes. People got to get their postage. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, let's just jump right on into this. If you don't know what's going on, uh, this podcast, we're trying to figure out who is the ultimate fictional character of all time. This is definitive. This is it. What makes him ultimate? We'll ask a bunch of weird questions like, you know, um, not only a strength fight, but like who would you like want to get a beer with or who would be good at doing your taxes? You know, if you had to leave your child at home, who would babysit better? That, we haven't done that one yet. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a, a good fun one. one. Right? Ooh. Guys, today <laughs> we are joined. We have a very special guest today. Uh, yes, we do. He is an amazing streamer, amazing musician, and is our good friend, John Stanislaw. Yo, What's up, dude? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. It really means the world. Uh, thanks for coming, man. No, I thanks for having way. me. Yeah. This is cool. This is cool. I just want to lead off by saying I would be a terrible babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> that, would, that would not work. So no. if you're looking for a babysitter, do not contact John. However, if you do want one, uh, you know, I could watch. I think I'm okay. Yeah, you would do a good job. I would trust you with my kids, probably before myself. And not that I have them, but... I trust John over you for sure, Christian. Unless yeah, your I kid's mean, a have... dog. <laughs> oh, you take good care of dogs. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm good with animals. I could, actually, I could probably do a kid. I've got three pets. Yeah, and you Oh, you're walk... good. You're good. Three yeah. pets, yeah. Yeah, and you watch some birds. Yeah. Watch some birds. Yeah, I raise them yeah literally birds it was pretty fantastic it was amazing he wow. like birds went onto his like you know balcony and laid an egg and then he watched the whole thing it was no. crazy yeah i was going out every day when like the mom bird would leave like because i didn't want to ever scare it away yeah and then i would like put sunflower seeds on the railing for it to get extra food when it came back wow yeah. is this life-changing was this experience amazing it was in fact when i went out one day to water because they did it on our garden like our porch where we had a bunch of like garden boxes yeah which is where they built one of the nests i went out to water everything and at this point they had gotten used to me that they wouldn't ever even get freaked out but then that was when they flew away like oh. they had grown up and i felt so bad <laughs> they left the nest <laughs> i thought oh, i did it i was like oh no but it was it was time it was time it was man. time I, I understand empty nesters letting him go yeah. Letting yeah. go. Well, you know, you heard it here, guys. If you need someone to watch something, whether it be dogs, <laughs> cats, birds, babies, we got you. Yeah. Let's jump right on into this battle, guys. Let's go. We have a really fun. This is the division, two, the season two, division two. So this is the start of a new division. We have four more, uh, three more episodes after this before we declare the division two champion mm-hmm. will be going up against Michael from the Good Place. Yeah, I'm excited Ooh. to be back in the regular division episodes. In some ways, they're more fun to me because the stakes are lower. I they're, totally agree. <laughs> it's probably more interesting for our listeners when like the people who have won are moving on and they're all going together. Um, but man, these are so much more fun for us to do. <laughs> cool, cool. I'm excited. Yeah, man. Well, first up, we have our first matchup of Division 2, Season 2. Agumon from Digimon versus Slimer from Ghostbusters. Let's get on into this one, guys. All right, let's do it. All right, so Agumon's awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah, what's what's your guys' experience with Digimon? I loved Digimon growing up, and I will say it, Digimon is a better show than Pokemon. Not a better game, better show. I will agree with you. I will agree with you. The TV show definitely was where it was at. Like, Pokemon, I stayed on for, like, two seasons, and then I was done. But Digimon, I, like, I kept going. Yeah. And then the movies came out, and I kept going with the movies. Dude, the movies so were good. great. I don't, right? so good. I don't think it holds up, man. Did you want? I used to always, I used to always agree with you, and I don't think it holds up. Whereas I think Pokemon actually looks better in retrospect. The older stuff is like really kind of weak. The Pokemon, um, mm. but also I'd say the 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 later fifty percent, even closer to what's happening now in Pokemon, that show is like actually a good anime to watch. It's, it is. It is. It hasn't been yeah. for a long time, but 
Not to say that suddenly the old Pokemon stuff is good, but the whole Digimon stuff, I don't know if it holds up as well. It like, doesn't. The, the it comedy, doesn't. Is, for, <laughs> I'll the tell comedy you, is for really little kids. Right, right. And I totally agree with you there. Like, that was a, such a great point because I actually tried to watch the first season of Digimon recently. Yeah. And I lasted maybe 15 minutes because I just could not stand. You know what's interesting about that is that um, it's, the, it's the dub. And did you, did you rewatch the dub? It of was it? the dub, yeah. The sub is way better because the dub, the owners of the dub, all of their dubs, they're the four kids owners. So they did the, the terrible One Piece dub. They did, you know, like like all the Fox Box stuff. Yeah. They, WB was right. fortunate enough to work with like pretty good uh, dub translators that kept kind of everything the same, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, I think that's where that doesn't hold yeah. up is that literally Fox Box or Fox Kids, like they targeted that stuff strictly for children yeah um but i think the story still holds up more it, it uh, and could. if you watch it the japanese version it's real good it could i think it does have more depth for yeah sure there's definitely like the characters that are struggling and then they have like you know redeeming episodes and like other yeah. characteristics that pokemon where it's just like all right i'm misty this is who i am i'm ash this is who i am brock yeah, doesn't has, change. Well, it has a bigger arc ever. to it. it. Has a bigger arc to it. Right. Yeah. 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 But we're not here to talk about Digimon no, no, vs. No. Pokemon. We're here to no, talk no, about no. Agumon, the Pokemon, the, the Digivolution of Coromon. The after that, he digivolves into Graymon. Then he digivolves into Metal Graymon. Then Warp digivolves into War Graymon. Yeah, Let's War go. War Graymon is awesome. I love so War Graymon. So cool. Okay, so Agumon. Uh, I'm just gonna come out. He's a great companion. Yes. He's yeah. all, not only is he a companion, he's a leader. Yes. Within, among the Digimon. Yes. yes. That's true. That's yeah. true. I mean, he's a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. I think they say reptile. Well, but like, what's the difference, come right? On. He's like, he's <laughs> what's the difference? He looks like a T Rex when he turns I know. into a Greymon. They, they say he's a T Rex, but then they call him the the reptile Digimon. Yeah. So, like, I guess what's the difference? That's craziness, right? Yeah, that's and crazy. I was confused, but but you know what I like about him? You know, actually, well, before we get in, let's let's find out who he's fighting against because he's fighting against the the Ecto Cooler himself, Slimer. <laughs> Yeah, wow. which, like, depending on depiction, is a partner to the Ghostbusters, which is, I think that's, like, the cartoon. That's not the movies. Yeah. Yeah, the, the cartoon. cartoon. is a partner. For right? sure. Yeah. Does he have a voice in the cartoon, too? Does he, like, talk? I can't remember. I think he just, like, grunts. He's, like, yeah. he just grunts. You know, like, yeah, I don't yeah. think yeah. he speaks to okay. them. Okay. It's, it's been a hot it's second. Been, yeah. <laughs> it, it has, has been, been a, a little while. <laughs> Are you aware of who Slimer was before he died? Oh, gosh. I, I didn't, didn't even know. know. Yeah, I didn't oh, even think about please it. Please tell me. So I, I looked this up, did a little research before today. So it depends on the canon. So because the new Ghostbusters movie is actually like a reboot. It's not same universe. It's it's a retelling. Right. So in that one, it's a much darker story. He was a former like mafia boss who <laughs> choked on like some food after he ordered the wrong food by a waiter. And so now he's just like so obsessed good. with like eating. So good. Uh, <laughs> the I original one, he was like royalty. He was like a king. Who was like obese? <laughs> wow, I mean, both good, right? Yeah, right. Both really good. So, are we, are we, are we using both of those two? Like, do those count as? Well, I mean, it, it's kind of like with comic book characters that have different, like, like how the Joker you know, has different like bass. You know, it's yeah. like we just kind of, we just take it into account. Cool. Yeah, but we don't we, yeah. give us some level of context depending on. I think yeah. for most people, you think of Slimer, you think of the Ghostbusters cartoon really more than the movie anyway. Yeah. In the movies, he's just another bad ghost. He's not really a good guy. Yeah, he's not very big in the movies. Right. Yeah, he he's just not a big like character, shows up. Which I was so sad because I saw the cartoon first. No way. <laughs> I did. I watched yeah. the cartoon first. I remember watching that when I was like when I was a lot younger. But then I ended up, you know, watching, you know, the Bill Murray 
movies and stuff like that and i was like who is this character is that supposed to be slimer because that's not my slimer yeah <laughs> right yeah, yeah. still know, crazy character though he is a very crazy character and you know i think this is a point in his favor hear me out mm-hmm. uh he is a character who has very little screen time who doesn't speak who doesn't really have much of a purpose but he is an identifiable icon like he is the when i think ghostbusters i think slimer you know like he is he, he, he like that's pretty powerful and like what what do you guys think why is that? Like, what makes the Slimer... He's like their little mascot. Yeah. Right? Because in the first yeah. movie, other than the Stay Puffed Marshmallow, which is sort of terrifying... Yep. Yeah, that's pretty terrifying. Slimer's the only monster you really see them capture. Because you see you see them deal with, you know, the librarian, which is terrifying. Right. And oh, they all yeah. look like, you know, uh, like zombies yeah. instead of ghosts. Yeah. Just like with ectoplasm, you know. They look like maybe like what you would think of like a Renaissance ghost where it's like actually a person right. and like all white and yeah. scary. And like that's why he's so weird. Yeah. That's why he's so strange. And like they deal with like the whole chasing him down. Someone gets slimed. They all deal together. They do the whole like don't cross the streams. It'll be bad. They like set everything up. So that scene like is sort of like the big ghost scene really in Ghostbusters. It is. Yeah. That's iconic. Yeah. yeah it's interesting because we have two kind of like. We have two cute characters here that are like really, really good companions. Yeah, they're they're you know, they're like companion people. They're very representative of their series. But I can't deny the fact that that Agumon is is a is a manifestation of courage, the yeah. crest of courage. And really? Yeah. Is that what it is? Well, he's not like a manifestation, but like he, courage is what. But his bond with Ty, they're they're known to be courageous. Like that's like the reason why he's able to digivolve is because like they do courageous acts and like the crest power of that because he has the crest of courage, which powers Agumon to digivolve. So he's very courageous and like steps into like you know always does things for his friends. Uh, like has some weaknesses though. He's not the brightest, which I think right. is cool. He's like yeah. the courage care bear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Exactly. He's like Link. Got you. He's got the courage triforce piece. That's yeah, cool. I agree. So how do we compare these guys? Well, okay. So, I mean, we do have some things that we do usually, which are cultural relevancy and impact. Yeah. I mean, as big as Digimon is, I think more people are aware of Ghostbusters, right? I mean, it's definitely generational. I mean, like, but everyone knows what Slimer is. Everyone's had, everyone's, a lot of people have seen Ecto Cooler in their life, at least for the last, like, 20 to 30 years. Mm Mm-hmm. That's I think Slimer would be more recognizable personally. I think so too. Uh, Digimon, I think, got a weird rep because of the dub version in in at least in the states. Yeah, you know, uh, and it came out at a time where people were like, "That's just copying Pokemon." But I'm like, "Well, Pokemon's like a copy of like a bunch of Monster and Companion right. uh, shows." True. Whatever. You know. True. Everything's copying everything else. Yeah, That's <laughs> there are no true. original ideas. Yeah, Slimer, <laughs> Slimer definitely stands out. I he think. De- I think he's actually more relevant, which is weird because. He's like definitely a smaller role. He's a much smaller role, and he's from an older series. But I still, I think more people who went on the street and showed people pictures would be able to name Slimer versus name Agumon. True. Yeah, I think so. I think if you were to walk into a hot topic nine times out of ten, you'd probably find a Slimer shirt versus an Agumon shirt, uh-huh. right? I mean, that's a good that's a good teller. That's <laughs> yeah. wow. The hot topic meter. We haven't taken. Yeah, that we haven't done the hot topic meter yet. Yeah. That is a good one. <laughs> but I think I think he's got cultural. Yeah. Re- um. You know. He's recognizable yeah. culturally. Yeah. So I think that he's got the edge on there, you know? Uh, I mean, look, the reason I brought that up first is it's one of the only ones I can think of where Slimer actually wins. Because I think he's a really cool character in the cartoon. But even then, he is—he um, doesn't really have, like, a voice. 
Yeah. Like he, he has no wants. Like, right. He's just, he's pure like id. Like he just yeah. like, he just wants to eat things, but otherwise he doesn't have any like right character traits. Really? I feel that and he just eats garbage. Like he's just like, yeah, it's kind of like if Scooby-Doo didn't talk. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. It is. Which would be really sad. Cause then he would just be a dog. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not saying Slimer is sad because, you know, he's very much a character and has like his characteristics. But yeah, I think I agree with you guys. Yeah. Like, I think he's worthy of being in the bucket and being a part of our conversation. But now that like I'm actually thinking about it, like, I don't know how much I can talk about him beyond what we've said. (laughs) I guess like in the in the show, he was like, I think, a plot device. He was right. Very much in like all the episodes where they're, you know, like if they're trying to be stealthy, he's probably like doing the thing that causes them to lose their stealth. So he very probably activates whatever plot line in each episode. You know, So there's that. But the comedic I mean, timing. But then, like, he does have comedic timing. He does. He is funny. But so is Agumon. Yeah. Yeah. I think Agumon, even, like, some of those jokes do not land in that dub. No, right? yeah. most of those <laughs> In the dub, yeah. Uh, but, but it's the audience they were going for. Yeah. Right. But I think Agumon is just such a great, great character. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a defender of the digital world and the real world for both of you and me. And he's, I, I don't know. He's got the, I think he's just got the edge over overall. Yeah, like, I agree. He's a dino. He's a more appealing to look at, like. He's a friend. I would trust him with my life over Slimer. Slimer is very greedy. The ultimate friend to the boys and girls. Yeah. But now that you're talking like that, that makes me think of Slimer in retrospect. What if, like, since Slimer was a ghost, right? Mm -hmm. And technically in the show, it's what? It's the Ghostbusters versus the ghosts. Yeah. Slimer changed sides, right? So does that give any kind of depth to well, Slimer yeah, as like? It, I mean, it does a little, but he's a he. So he's he's helping the Ghostbusters take care of bad ghosts because, yeah. like, clearly if there's something you know minor, so like they're not going around hunting down every ghost there is. Right. You know, it's ghosts that are causing problems or being in places they shouldn't be. But was there any other ghosts that that did that that like changed? I think it's, I think it, it might just simply be because of the fact that all he actually wants is food. I mean that I that could be like true, pride. right? Yeah. Whereas like most they, people, they figure it out, right? I thought the yeah. don't the Ghostbusters like figure out like, oh, yes. this guy just likes real, like this ghost likes food. Like, yes. Let's get him to do what we want by feeding him. Like, isn't that? I'm reaching. I'm reaching yeah. for depth I, I with it. the Slimer. I'm it, reaching. Yeah. <laughs> like if there was more of a a story there where Slimer was like, oh, these other ghosts are bad. We should stop them. Like, sure. We should, you know, ghosts need to move on. But yet, like he's staying here. But that's not it. It's actually like most. The reason there are ghosts, like within the Ghostbusters universe, is either because of like demonic presences or something supernatural to where they're like, you know, they couldn't move on because they were obsessed with whatever thing. But for most of the ghosts, it's like not a good thing or it's like yeah. a bad thing or like a terrifying thing. And just for him, it was like, I never got the food I needed. I am not done <laughs> eating food. I love food so much. I am not leaving this planet. And yeah. they're like, okay, we could do that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. Had they known he could have just eaten the Stay Puft marshmallow, no one would have had to oh, do yeah. anything. Oh, yeah. Where was he for that? Wow. Where was he for that? <laughs> right? That's a huge... That's a big marshmallow. Yeah. Stuck in the trap. Stuck in... That's why. Think stuck of the s'mores. The oh, that's right. That's right. They, they, yeah. You know, that that movie could have ended very differently if it they could let have. him out. Yeah. Alternate ending. Yeah. Let's write it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a decision, though. Yeah. We, should... we, we tried, right, for Slimer. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah. Uh, but I think Agumon's got the edge. Yeah. What do you think, John? I mean, like we said, if, if like we said before we started, like who would you sit down in a bar with? I probably would sit down with Agumon. Yeah, he's an, not only like I've always wanted to hang out with, like dinos, but like he's an intelligent dino that has can, can talk. 
Yeah. You know, like, like Barney. Yeah. Yeah. I would also. <laughs> but cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also think Agumon actually could probably beat him because you have to use sort of electrical energy to contain him, like, or to defeat a ghost. And, and Agumon's Agumon. literally like digital Matter. energy. Like, yeah. Digital. So yeah. he could actually take him down. Yeah. So it, we, we should move forward and go to the next battle. I think so. Let's do it. Yeah. Who are you going to call for this one, guys? Not Slimer. Sorry, Slimer. Yeah. Sorry, Slimer. We crossed the stream. Yeah, we crossed the stream. <laughs> Agumon is going on to the finals. All right. Man, that was that was like what a lighthearted discussion yeah. we just had compared to our last episode. Oh my god! I think we're about to have another slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> our next matchup, guys. We got the Keebler Elf, the Cookie Master himself, versus Ben Ten, owner of the Omnitrix. I don't know much about Ben Ten. Yeah, there's a lot there. You there's know, a lot. Yeah. Christian's our Ben 10 guy, though. Oh, yeah? You yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, Ben 10 is a child right? who gets to watch the Omnitrix, which lets him become, like, in many ways, the ultimate superhero. It's like, think of, he's, it's almost like the aliens he's able to embody mm-hmm. and become are basically like that universe's guardians of the galaxy. These are, like, legendary heroes of different alien races that have either, like, been destroyed or... They pass down their information so that they could then go on to fight against the evil entity they're up against. And it's like he can be all the different guardians by using that power. It's awesome. It's a very cool idea. That's a very cool idea. But you know what else is cool, guys? Someone who makes delicious fudge cookies in a little treehouse with a bunch of elves and makes children happy. The Keebler elf, you know. This is going to get biased real quick. <laughs> Let's just say it. <laughs> the Keebler elf. Wow. I'm not going to lie. If if you were to like take my DNA, I'm pretty sure 90% of it would match up to fudge striped cookies. They're so good. Yeah. They're so good. He's a, a cookie master, man. And he's a mastermind because he's not no like he started, he, he created all that stuff. And now he has like a, a workforce. He has yeah. a workforce like making those cookies for him you know? the like, hollow tree factory yeah <laughs> that's what it's called the hollow tree factory that's where he works yeah he's just and he's like getting old but like that guy's like a kingpin you know i feel like he's like oh my gosh yeah oh i think so <laughs> i think that guy's got that wow one lock. what if there's just like a mafia behind it like a elf mafia <laughs> and snack, i promise snack crackle popper in on that dude oh I yeah i think they're they're related at some point you know <laughs> what a great story there he's a great salesman Right, Christian? Great salesman. Yes, he is. I'm sold. Yeah, I mean, I think we're done. I don't think we have anything else. <laughs> There's so much, though. There's so many layers. Ben 10. You know yeah. what I think is really cool? I think the Ben 10, his last name is Tennyson. Right. That's pretty Right. Sweet. I love that. I love that when they do that in yes. stories, where they make the, the names just match up to the, the story. Yeah. I think that's really cool. It's really charming. I think it's really, really great. Did you guys know that Time Magazine ranked... The main Keebler elf, the number seven of all time tiny characters. Wow. What? All yeah, time? He's apparently one of the most recognizable like commercial icons for like a company, for like a, a snack product, which that's, I believe. Like I put awesome. him up there with like snack, crackle pop, and even like Slimer, actually. Yeah. In a number of ways, like yeah. Tony the Tiger. Like Keebler elf is in that pantheon, right? Because when you watch those commercials, it's kind of like the Tricks Rabbit. It wasn't just like, Oh, I'm baking you a cookie. It was like you entered their world when you go inside yeah. that tree, right? And he's not just like sitting there being like, "Oh, look at my great cookies." He's like managing everyone, and he's like, "We're working hard for you guys here today. We're 
putting a little of our elf magic in here. Yeah, and that's the thing, magic. I feel like fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, for me, fantasy is like my, one of my favorite genres. Yeah. And, you know, other things in that category, like you said, Tony the Tiger, he's sports. And sports are great. Yeah. But like in terms of selling, they like, are unless you're an athlete, you know, magic is going to win. And I totally, like, I feel like, hear me out. As a kid watching those commercials during a kid's WB commercial break, I remember like the one with like the cho- the chocolate chip cookies that had like M M&M and M type things in them. Yeah, uh, and I remember in the commercials it was like these aren't just normal chocolate chips. There and then like it would like magic touch and like turn into like the candies on the cookies. And I'm like, oh, and I, I remember like tasting it and it being like I just, I, can, I can taste it in my head right now. Like, I, can, I can taste it in my mouth. I can tell, man. You did that impression like spot on. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I felt like I was just watching it. Wow. I just feel yeah like they he there's a warmth to him you know what I mean oh like, yeah that makes you want to listen to this this character yeah it's kind of like the Pillsbury Doughboy but with like human characteristics characteristics versus you know just like a little blob yeah he is a little blob I mean the Pillsbury Doughboy is right yeah he's yeah. like he's literally just like a blob of dough yeah you know I found out like, some inf- interesting information he broke his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> have we ever sat down to like dissect how like weird? Oh man! <laughs> I, know, right? I thought you were about to say, have you ever sat down there. and dissected? <laughs> those like what are those weird graphics someone makes when they take a cartoon character and they show like the anatomy of them? Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. the you worst. See, like, the eyes like on the yeah. inside, like It'd be horrifying. Oh, oh my god! Talk about a little doughboy. Look, I, you know what? Like the keyboard elf is actually pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. he's great. Really? Yeah. Um, you know, so he wasn't always the king elf. The first ever king elf was named the king elf jj keebler so he was the original king elf that he came out in 1969 he was in uh like television commercial where they showed like little animated sprites and stuff but then in 1970 ernie keebler who's the current the white-haired guy that's like the main who we're talking about here that's our keebler. Ke- yeah that's our keebler elf so he became the new head elf in 1970 a year later and so ever <laughs> since it's been ernie elf running the show which i found out that oven by the way is magical so all they need to do is just like load the ingredients up and they put them in so like they're not like that's why they're having so much fun right they're yeah. they have magic to right. do this yeah they don't need to actually like slave over this it's not like santa's toy shop where you it's like they're just tirelessly working nonstop. these guys are like we're doing a great time let's throw some chocolate in there some cookies and boom we got some more keebler elf magic going up yeah i think all i want to know is what happened to JJ and what did Ernie do to take over his spot? I think JJ, I feel like JJ was like on his deathbed with like the Keebler magic elves around him. And he's like, Ernie, Ernie, I'm bestowing my treasure to you. You don't think there was some kind of Baelish plot (laughs) (laughs) taking the throne, (laughs) taking over the hollow tree throne? (laughs) The workshop's mine. (laughs) I think I I like to think of it as more of almost like a retirement party. So it's like he was in the one animated commercial. And in that commercial, they also like did a whole thing about like, how do you make animated commercials? It was called Show and Sell. Um, I like to think that was him is almost like a passing of the baton being like, Hey, we're entering a new world where we're going to be, the public's going to know about us. And like, I brought us to here, but you're going to have to take everyone into the future. And so like, he got to do that one piece. That's but cool. then after huh. that, Ernie's taking over. So, yeah. you know, changing of the guard, but like, you, you're not going to just start with the new guy. You got to let everyone know like, Hey, don't worry. Like same great cookies, same great taste, but we got new management coming in. 
That's cool. Yeah, I like, dude. We're kind of like the fact that we're we've really deep dove into Ernie Keebler over here. Yeah, uh, are we about to have another weird upset where the Keebler <laughs> Elf wins this week? Look, Ben Tent on you, man. I go. You gotta sell me on Ben Ten right now. I don't know. Right. I don't know much about Ben Ten, but I know the the Keebler Elf is, is very it's satisfying. Actually, it's looking very good, right? Very, very good. <laughs> He's looking very good, like those Casey cookies of his. Yeah. Oh man, we gotta get some of those. Oh my. Well, gosh. Ben Ten, like in the name, he's got ten powers, right? He can take on the form of like ten, 10 different aliens, aliens, uh-huh. which are like super crazy. Like one, like throws like magma, right, or something like that. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like a bunch of other ones. It's kind of like he's got all. Of, he's like the Avatar. Is, is he right? So was he like bestowed this power, or did he find it? Like, is he? Was it one of those like another chosen one kind of thing, or is he like he finds an alien pod? He found it. Yes, that's dope. So he is grandfather. They were on like an RV trip, um, and his cousin, who is um, Gwen, yeah, Tennyson. They were on a camping trip, and then there's like an alien pod that crash lands. Very Green Lantern. He finds it. Within yeah. It. And then, you know, it obviously becomes one of those things like how much of a coincidence was it because his grandfather was actually involved with this whole like organization. It's very men in black. Um, they're the bad guys who uh, are sort of like evil and they hate like all other alien species and they just want to wipe everyone out. So they were next heading to like try and wipe out the humans. So he's using the power of the Omnitrix to stop them and take them down. Um You know, it's that classic, like, boys gifted the power of, you know, something that, like, probably an adult. Star Kid. Yeah. Have you ever seen Star Kid? Old, old movie? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Dude, that's, what a reference. Dang. That's gotta go in here at some point. (laughs) (laughs) The cool thing about it, though, is, like, he can't take the device off. So, like, he can't just. That's right. He can't give it to someone else. That's why it's sort of a big deal. Yeah. Because. Now this kid has to do it, and it's like, you're putting all this responsibility on this kid. You're not, like, giving him the chance to... Doesn't have the choice. Right, exactly. Does he ever take it off? Can we go spoiler? It eventually comes off. It does eventually. Yeah, yeah, and then he gets it. I think his grandpa actually gets it at one point, or Gwen, like, other people have worn it, but he always ends up back. Okay. Essentially with it. he grows up. Like, he, I remember there's a giant time skip where he, like, grows up. Yes. I mean, so there's Ben 10 Ultimate. There's Ben 10 Alien Force. Um, there's times where he has, like, way more than 10 aliens he has access to. Yeah. You know, it upgrades. Obviously, you got to do something, you know, interesting here. But the show does, like, complete. Like, he stops the bad guys. Like, there's a full arc. So it's, you know, it's hero child journey. He was just a kid that loved camping and the stars and his cousin and his grandpa. And now he has to save the universe. Yeah. You know, it's fairly compelling. That's pretty great. It's a big task. So does he universe. make cookies? Does he make delicious cookies though? I know. I Look at this. What did I say? What did I say before this started? He's going to get biased really quick. Yeah, <laughs> does right, he make right. cookies? Who knows? Maybe he does make cookies. Just not for us. Hmm. Okay. Well, hmm. who would win in a fight is going to go to Ben 10. Ben 10's going to win in a fight. Right. Ben 10's going to win in a fight. Um, but hear me out. Without the Omnitrix, I feel like Keebler Elves like, got some like street fighting in him. He was like, mm-hmm, you want to fight me? <laughs> Dude, what did I say? What happened to JJ? Something I think <laughs> happened. I think there was some cell swords involved, and they came in, stormed in, took over the tree, yeah. took the uh, took over the throne. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The, the cookie throne, you know, <laughs> the key throne. Right. That's just me making stuff up. But though. yeah, I think Ben Ten would win in a fight. Yes, for sure. Right. Yes. Although I would say the Keebler Elf is more recognizable. I think the Keebler Elf is more recognizable. Oh yeah. Dude. Right. Especially yeah. globally. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, Keebler Elf's more recognizable. 
Also, I got to I have to say, I mean, so like he grows up, he becomes a hero, he goes through like a whole journey and everything. But um I don't know, like I'd rather hang out with the Keebler elf for a day. <gasps> I would I, too. He would be dope, dude. He I feel like he will if you wanted to, he could you could be like his apprentice for a day too, and he'd be like like I'll show you how to make cookies and like He'll he'll like really like in that day you'll know how to make cookies like magic. Only know? if he talks like that. <laughs> Only if he talks like that. I show you how to make cookies. <laughs> in the hollow tree. Um, are we? Uh, I would hang out with him. I would have the keyboard elf like represent me in court. You know. You I'll would. Say this. I have. I think so. I think the keyboard elf would would be. He knows all the legal stuff. Yeah, I practice law. He, I mean, he has to know the legal stuff to run a company. You know what I mean? So that's true. That's true. He'd read the fine print. Well, I, they they still work for their parent company. Like they've been hired. It's almost like you know. It's like imagine if like you're you have like a grandma who bakes cookies, and then you know Nabisco came in and was like, "We're gonna sell your grandma's cookies." Like your grandma's still gonna run her operation. We're gonna invest, give her the money to do it, and then we're gonna package and send them out. But so like she doesn't have to do the business. She does the part she loves. I would imagine the elves are very much one and the same. We've never seen him signing papers or anything like that. Mm, you know, true. he's got magic to do. Yeah. He, yeah. Maybe he's the puppet, you know? Yeah. He's wow. Like, that's, what, uh, that's what I'm saying, guys. Like, but I feel like, I feel we like, we got to look into this. <laughs> I feel like contracts and paperwork and legalese are like the death of magic. <laughs> like, I don't know if you can do both. <laughs> yeah. It's like how Meowth, like, to learn to talk, he had to give up his ability to, like, ever evolve. Yeah, <laughs> or like learn new moves. It's just like he, he's just like he is a sacrifice he made. The Keebler Elf is like, I'd love for us to be more autonomous, but I can't give up my <laughs> magic cookies. Okay, so right now it seems like we're we're fifty fifty, right? Are we are are, are we leaning towards Keebler? Right I now, think or? here's my problem. I like the Keebler Elf better than Ben Ten, but I don't know if he's actually a better character than him. Oh, it's but maybe so hard to is. say. Maybe the fact that we can love this character so much, even though there's so little we know about him, right? just makes him an incredible character. So much yeah. less screen time with yeah. the Keebler Elf versus Ben 10. Ben 10, you said, has tons of series and seasons. And Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing with commercials, like in general, you know, commercials is like, all right, you have, you're paying this amount of money for a 15 second spot between this on during this show. You have to know how am I going to capture the hearts of everyone right. in that 15 seconds, you know? And I think he does it. He really does. I think so. And I, I right now, I feel like Ben, does he like, he just seems like a, I don't know. To me, it doesn't seem like there's much more, like he's a very straightforward, like shonen character, right? Like right now, I wish I knew more about Ben 10. Yeah. No, but like, like there isn't anything I can tell you that I think is going to change your mind because his story is very much about like his relationship, his interpersonal relationship with his grandpa, with his cousin. He ends up having like sort of a rival, this guy, Kevin, who is able to be imbued Kevin. with a lot of powers. He's he's another human um, and he becomes an enemy and then he becomes a friend and then it's there's a lot there, but it, it, it's a journey that like we've seen with many other characters that we've talked about before but it, it, they don't do it i don't think better than avatar or ash or many of the other cartoon characters and that. series that we follow which is why like i'm i'm not necessarily giving you the the whole rundown on ben 10 because i'm struggling to think of anything that's really unique about him the most unique thing about him is like if ash went out on his pokemon journey but he never wanted it and if someone just like shoved pikachu on him and was like you have to go and like stop mewtwo 
It's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. And it's like, if you don't, everyone's going to die. It's like, so it's slightly compelling in that way. But otherwise, he just has like the typical hero's journey. Um, you know, I, I like the fact that he grows up. You don't usually get to do that in cartoons a lot. But we um, see that happen like Korra and like she actually yeah. matures. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, I think there's yeah, a reason that does. They, they reboot it with him as a kid again. They go back because I think that's really the story people like and resonate more with. Yeah. I don't know. You don't have to change the keeper off because he's perfect. Guys, I think we have an answer. Yeah. I think so. I think so. <laughs> it looks like the Keebler Elf is going on, everybody. <laughs> he doesn't make that noise. I don't know what that was. I don't know. I uh, love it, though. Sorry, it's Ben great. 10. Uh, you know, I don't have a Ben 10 pun. <laughs> uh, sorry. No, I don't either. <laughs> looks like you're Omnitrix. You ran out of yeah. Omnitrix. It's real Omnitrix <laughs> pony. <laughs> That's good. No. All right. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I appreciate the puns. Are we Omnitrix in our final round? This is another upset, I think, for some people. I, I don't think it's that much of an upset, to be honest. The Keeper Elf's pretty good. I didn't think. The, this. It's rare when mascots move forward. It's very true. That's very just because it's it's usually like how much can you say? But now we are in the final round uh, of this of this episode of Division Two, right? Episode one. Yep. Um, Agumon versus Ben or uh, Keebler Elf. Wow, where do we start? Well, so this is interesting because the Keebler Elf just beat a hero, and Agumon's a hero. So it's like, do we suddenly just find Agumon's story more compelling than the Keebler Elf's because he is? not the like human in the story so like there's for whatever reason that you know like he's more special than his companion like the digimon are the reason you watch the show right not so much the human counterparts uh even though you always like have a favorite human counterpart but i mean we just decided that it doesn't necessarily mean that the champion beats out like the lovable elf yeah but there's i think agumon is more than just a champion right so let's let's, what why like Agumon, he he's not he's like pretty like selfless. Yeah, you know he'll do what like like he will do whatever it takes to like protect his friends and and Ty uh, uh, and like he like aside from courage like he also makes mistakes. You know what I mean like he he'll make decisions that might hurt other people. Like he's still flawed. He's growing as like he's he's like growing just like the Digi Destin are growing. You know right. Like, he's got his own journey. He gets more mature as the series goes on and stuff. Yeah. You know, like... So, in that note, it makes the Keebler Elf, like, less dimensional, right? There's not too much to the Keebler Elf other than selling cookies and being, like, the world's cutest little elf yeah. making cookies. And then that's it? Yeah. Agumon saves the internet, man. I mean, but we could have said that about him versus Ben 10. Agumon... Right? That's true. Yeah. And, and for whatever reason... Our love for his cookies and his magic is like, is it, I'll tell you what, every now and then I'm watching Hulu, a commercial comes on, and I'm like, man, I hate watching commercials. But if a Keebler Elf commercial came on, I'd be like, all right, all right, what do they got cooking today? What's in the oven? What uh, What's what's happening? You're going to do a little wand magic? It's so true. It's going. so true. Dude, I want to go out right. and I want to go buy some cookies. Ugh. It's like you can almost <laughs> smell it. Yeah. <laughs> He's, that's a very good point. Agumon doesn't make me want to buy anything. No, and I gotta be real. Like Agumon's design is kind of ugly compared to the other Digimon. Like I think Gabumon's yeah. a way cooler looking Digimon. Yeah. You know, Who? Gabumon, Matt's the Digimon. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. No, but the which one's the bug? Because he's ugly. Tenta, tenta, uh, yeah, tenta he's Mon. ugly. 
Tentamon. Yeah. Agumon's Tentamon. cooler than Agumon's Oh, that's cool. great. Thanks, thanks man. Oh, he made he's that like weird the joke. Worst like, I like to eat my eggs with jelly beans. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, he's, the, he's the worst. He's the worst part of the whole thing, man. Yeah, but uh, we love He's we so love bad. Okay, man. This is so weird because every part yeah. of me is like, every scenario I'm trying to think of, I feel like I actually would give it to the game or elf. <laughs> Which is so weird. Yeah, it's like you can't even make a Venn diagram for these two characters, right? Because like the the similarities aren't okay. Well, really I've got some information yeah. for you guys about Ernie. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, we got some backstory. So, Let's see ooh, the dirt. His yeah. nickname is Mister Sincerity. No, because he is generous and modest to a fault. Sounds like Agumon a little bit. Sounds a little bit like Agumon. He actually like educates all the other elves because he knows like eventually he's also going to have to pass on his role so he's like training them and teaching them and he's a good manager this uh -huh. is wow this is what you want when you look at in and out that's why i love working at in and out because like they were all like you know ernie over here yeah yeah because they wanted you to take over the company you know he doesn't actually cook the cookies himself anymore because you watch commercials he's overseeing the production but what's amazing about him and he's very much one of my favorite makers um, Adam Savage, who makes a ton of amazing things, he's like the greatest YouTube videos. He has this whole thing about just like we shouldn't hide how we like do and make stuff because the more we do that, all we're doing is like hurting each other. It's like I'm gonna show you everything I know, and like the more makers keep doing that, and every time you watch a Keebler Elf commercial, the whole perspective of it is supposed to be that someone's coming in like a visitor because he has his tree open to visitors and he's showing us their process. He's like, hey. This is how we do it here. Like, we're not going to try and keep this a secret. Like, I know you might not have a magical, like, oven. And maybe that's something they didn't make. Maybe it's just something that, you know, they had, like, their culture had. And so, like, they can't just make more. But they're still showing everyone, like, how they're able to do what they do. Right. You know, he's not a secret keeper. He's not trying to, like, keep it for himself so that, like, they can stay. Yeah, he's trying to break one. the fourth wall, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the they elves call it the eight. fish bowl, right? When, when, at in and out we call it the fish bowl. That's why you can see into a kitchen in and out because like, we want you guys yeah. to see what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh my god, I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't. This is crazy. <laughs> There's another interesting <laughs> fact, which is that they're actually ageless and just like their appearance is just sort of kind of like the Smurfs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just like like an outward expression of who they are on the inside. So mm -hmm. he's like sort of this kindly older man, but he's actually like. Never really gonna have to retire, but it's. I think it's more about just like experiential. Like, since it, like if you imagine you're ageless, you're not gonna just want to do the same thing forever. So you're gonna want to grow out of it and allow other people to grow into your position and teach. You're not gonna want to just stay in the same place forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, Agumon's like Digimon are ageless, right? Right. They're digital. Right. Right. They like, uh, they can they can die by getting erased. Sure. But but otherwise you're ageless. Like I'm sure Keepler Elves can die. We don't know for sure. But I'm certain, like... What happened to JJ? Right. Yeah, what happened to JJ? <laughs> exactly, so... Well, he's probably I, doing I, something. Yeah, I'd like to think he's, you know, he's in Tahiti. He's I'm, like, retired. trying to figure out anything for... I'm having trouble, because Agumon's another person that's just, like, he just gets, like... He just kind of stronger and stronger because, like, because of circumstance. You know what I mean? He has right. to. So... Well, do we count the, the digi-evolutions? Like... The digi... I, we... Technically, we can, yeah, because that's still Agumon. Yeah, it's you know still yeah, the same person, right? But like, even in the other evolutions, I think that like, uh, it, like it's just another circumstance, like another thing where he just gets more strong and strong and strong. But like, does that add to his like character? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's more of like a like, what else can he do? Like, what other abilities does he have? Right. Yeah. I mean, right. What's his big arc? His big arc is all about 
his relationship with Ty, and it, it's about overcoming fear and learning to be courageous, right? Yeah. That's his main That's story his main thread. Thing, yeah. So let's look at these two characters. Let's put some points up on the board, and let's pick a winner, I think. Because we essentially have this... We have a maker. He's a creator. He's, he's magical, and... Mm-hmm. He's a delight to all those who find him. And then we have this like champion. He goes on a heroic journey and he's a great companion. So there's like two very different characters doing very different things. Uh, cultural relevancy, still tough, but I still think it goes to uh, Ernie personally. Yeah. I, I agree, dude. I agree with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Cultural relevancy. Yeah. I don't think, like I said, I don't think Digimon caught on this, like, no, it didn't call on like Pokemon no. did. No, unfortunately, because I think it's great. No, if this was versus Pikachu, then Pikachu would win, but it's not. Yeah, no. so. Agumon was probably on one cereal box. I mean, yeah, he was on a cereal box. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. You All right. Know? Take that yeah, one. He's off. in video games, but even then, it's like none of them. They don't light the world on fire. Yeah. Right. So cultural relevancy is going to Ernie. Number two, who would win in a fight? I'm going to give that to, to Agumon. Yeah, 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 I mean, I yeah. So. yeah. Uh, like, I don't even, we don't need to get into the horrific ways that he could, he doesn't need to digivolve. I mean, he's a he dinosaur. Yes. He could Although Ernie is magic. We haven't seen his magic power. But that's he, the thing, we haven't seen it. He is, oh, but I don't believe so, he was, like, right? <laughs> he, he's too genuine, dude. Like, he's too nice to, he wouldn't, I don't think he would use it for evil. Right. I don't believe he would fight either. You would think. I don't think he would fight someone. Yeah. Right? I don't think so either. Like, he, he's very non-confrontational. I think he'd rather... Um, teach the person who defeated him them mm-hmm. like through nev- not even fighting back that like what they did was wrong like he would win on like an emotional level but he wouldn't actually be able to win in a physical fight yeah mm-hmm. let's just you know there's no way he's yeah, gonna no no, throw no, no. cookies like they're shurikens unless like they can all like monkey chain together I don't think uh, there's a chance yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're ants okay. I know right <laughs> so Agumon's got that for sure okay who would you rather hang out with I'm going to hang out with Ernie, dude. I think I'd hang out with Ernie. Here's the thing which I'm thinking of. Okay. Ernie is an elf, yes. right? That's what we know. Yes. And we're going off of what we're finding online saying that Ernie was like a teacher, right? We didn't get to see, we don't get to see the way he is socially for the most part, the way he interacts outside of his job. I don't know. What if he what if he just isn't good in in social settings? We know for a fact Agumon has Ooh, character depth, has mm. character story and has a relationship and is able to build relationships with other Digimon, with people, other humans, yeah. which is, you know, like if you wanted to hang out with someone, wouldn't you rather hang out with someone who's like, you know, social butterfly? Well, it's so very like, true, dude. What I guess That's I would say true. to that is like if he was trying to hide something, then he wouldn't be doing what they're doing because he's purposely, you know, in their world, it's known that people don't actually believe in the elves. So he okay. invites people like this is a part of his whole thing is that he invites people to come so they can come at their own leisure. Like that's why they have that hole. So people can come right. check it out. He wants people to see what they're like. He wants people to know about them. He's not trying to hide from the world. He's trying. He's inviting everyone into his world. Yeah, it's his world. And the thing, the problem with with that is, is that it's his business. So that's a good point. So you want we I mean, don't you want know people his, to, yeah to like your business, right? So we don't know who he is as a person. We know how he is as a a business manager. And Agumon would be a fun hang. Like we've seen him. Party. He would be a fun hang. You know, we've seen right. Agumon get he, crazy. I guess I would say this. I would actually probably pick Agumon and who I'd rather hang out with. Yeah. But I don't know if I would... Just because there is no context to say that he might be a jerk. So I wouldn't want to yeah. put that knock against him. Exactly. Either. And you, um, you can't. I would rather hang out with Agumon. Yeah. It's yeah. just... I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Right? So Agumon's got the edge on that. Yes. So we're 2-1. Yeah. 2-1. to one. 
Um, this is really tough. I mean, there's I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we can look at this, Matt. Uh, who I'd rather get a beer with, which is different kind of like for hanging. So you're thinking about different social settings. So let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's say um, you're going to go to, you know, we've talked about this one many times before. You're going to go to a barcade. Okay. Who are you bringing? You bring Ernie, you bring an Agumon. I think Agumon would be like way more fun. Yeah. Uh, I think Ernie would be kind of like a you know a wet towel. Like, I don't think he'd be that great. Oh wow! Agumon would be like so into it. He's very that's his characteristic. He he's would. Like, he's into learning. He's into like what is this? Oh, I like to. He might accidentally break a machine by yeah. getting too into it. But that's gonna be funny. I'm gonna remember that. It's true. It's true. I think more like if we think about going into the bar, I think people would be scared of Agumon though. Mm. Like oh. right off the bat. I think people like, you know, Godzilla, they don't run out the stampede. Unless but this like, is a good unless point. the ice first. I'm like, yo, guys, this is my friend Agumon. He's a dinosaur. He talks. He's down to party. They might just <laughs> think you're nuts. And then he talks and then I you're know, like, dude. okay. I like, if you went to 82 you, and like, yeah. you were like, yo, this is my friend. He's a dinosaur. You know what? This though, <laughs> He's like, yo, yo. This That's is true. an interesting put framing a boat, though. Put a tie on him. Like, he'd like, like, like people would be like, this is a dinosaur with a tie. It's pretty cool. You bring up an interesting framing, which we've never discussed. So let's let's forget, because that is still kind of close to who, who you hang out with. Yeah, yeah. But let's say you could bring one of these characters into reality, and you just had to go shopping with them in a public setting. So, like, they didn't exist before. No one's ever seen them. Which do you think would be a better person, like, thing to, like, in a real-life setting? Because then, then it, we really look at, like, how insane some of these fictional character ideas are. It's like, I don't think, like, bringing Ernie is probably still better than bringing... Agumon, right? I don't know. Ernie could be. Ernie would probably be creepy, dude. No, he's just like an old <laughs> little man. Maybe, maybe he's I will just say a tiny little man. If we're going shopping, and I'll say this specific, specifically for clothes, I'm not a big fan of Ernie's style choice. I don't like Ernie's style. I think Agumon. I think his color blocking is a little bit off. At Agumon least. Is, <laughs> and Agumon's known. To, Agumon has gone shopping. He's he's worn clothing to disguise himself. Okay. Uh, which wouldn't fool anyone, but he's got a good sense of fashion. You know what I'm saying? And I'll say this, I mean, we, we've talked about who is more recognizable, but um, when it comes to audience and everything, you're not going to, you rarely ever see on Halloween, you're not going to see like Ernie cosplay. Yeah. You know, you're not yeah. going to see that at a convention, but you're, you'll find some Agumons. There are, I remember there were Agumon costumes for yeah. sale at like Party City when it was, was out on TV. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. I think I personally am at the point where I would say Agumon should win, but I don't think it's like by a wide margin. I think he's overall he's just got a he's he's got a better journey, um, which I don't know if that's really the selling point because I kind of think that I like the personality of of Ernie, the yeah. Keebler Elf. But, I do too. I do too. Um, but I, I like the personality of Agumon too. Yeah, and I just think I think maybe there's more we can still talk about with him in the future. Like he'll have a better chance, I think, really portraying like portraying himself as an ultimate fictional character. It's, I think we're I've reached the end of the ten fact list about Ernie yeah. the Elf at this point. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. not too much depth there. Yeah. You can speculate, and that's, like, great, and it feels like this this nostalgic passion for, you know, Keebler Elf, but I don't know, Agumon. Um, I, think, uh, I yeah. think we're calling it, I huh? think I think we're calling it, and, and in the words of Ernie the Elf's favorite catchphrases, what in tarnation? And it looks like Agumon, like always, is the champion! Yeah! Dang. This, this is a really weird episode. So this yeah, was one of the weirder went. ones. For a minute there, I really thought Ernie was about to take this episode. <laughs> yeah, that was a plot twist. Yeah, man. Uh, but man, thank you so much, John, for coming on. 
Uh, really, really appreciate it, man. Dude, thanks for having we me. We learned a lot today. Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, who are you going to enter into our bucket? Oh, man. Well, this this whole time I've been uh, thinking about it, and uh, I think I got a good one. So, are you going to share with the class, or are you just going to allow it to be a secret until it comes up? I think I can share with the class. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let yeah, us know. Let's do it. I, uh, I would love to put Sokka from Avatar The Last Airbender into the bucket. Ooh, Great. that's an awesome, awesome choice. One of my favorite characters. You are very... It's like, I feel like... I, I can see you being Sokka for sure. Being Sokka, I could do a good cosplay probably. Yeah, but, I, I feel uh, like yeah, he's, he's pretty. Great. He's got so many quips. He's so funny. Yeah, he's amazing. And I don't think I would be good with a boomerang either. Yeah, I would probably hit myself. Well, you would. You learn. I feel like you'd get good. You get good. Yeah, I'd be that guy from uh, Mad Max who throws a boomerang and then it cuts my hand off and it comes <laughs> back. <laughs> you know? John, would um, you like to pick a, one of our uh, for our next episode? Would you like? Oh, to, sure. Uh, yeah, pick, you pick. You can pick two. Yeah, pick two. And I'll pick one. All round robin, and we'll we'll see who we have for our next episode. In the meantime, though, guys, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. Yeah, I'm Matt Acevedo. This is Christian Humes. You can find me at the Matt Acevedo on all socials and Christian at Christian underscore Humes on all socials uh and john at Justani. yeah on twitch Justani with, with two eyes right yeah with two eyes at the yes. end yes. get that e sound kind of like the we Ooh, right yeah. you yeah. know i don't see that around too many a lot of people like to do the why but yeah two eyes for me uh and make sure to tweet at us your thoughts at ultimate fiction at ufc pod on twitter and everything as well and send us an email and check out our patreon so who do we have for our next matchup uh i'll why don't you, you read yours you, you read yours first you read yours first then we'll let him do on <laughs> I'm pretty stoked. Okay, next match we have Todoroki from My Hero Academia. Oh man, which is oh. a great character. Great, great character. All right, one, so of, good. one of them yeah. finally came in. Todoroki will be playing against Steve from Minecraft. Oh <laughs> wow, we had you on the wrong episode, dude. I feel like you would have crushed that. Wow, one. Minecraft. That's my bread and butter. That's awesome. Uh, then who do we got, Christian? His name is Forrest. Forrest Gump. No! Oh, wow. Are Box you of chocolates. Serious? Yeah, we got a big episode coming up. Who's Forrest Gump going up against? We're about to find out. Okay, I'm going to need some help here because I don't know how to say this right. And there is there is a the certain pronunciation of this name. Oh. Is it Mikasa? Yeah. Or Mikasa? Yeah. Is it Mikasa? Yeah. From Attack on Titan? Yes. Yep. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be it's a crazy intense. episode. It's going to be wild. Oh, man. <laughs> That's well, so wild. Thank you guys so much. John, is there, any, is there anything uh, you, you you plugged, uh, anything else besides your Twitch? Or just check it, go check out John's Twitch. Yeah, check out my Twitch. Uh, you guys can all follow me on Twitter. That's just my name, John Stanislaw. Sweet. And yeah, that's, that's about it. Cool. Well, until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon, Hunters. <laughs>